How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast, and this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working. So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out. And welcome to the latest instalment and award-winning, well not yet, but will be I'm sure, um, of our podcast here at Chronicle Towers. Uh, Lee Riders with me, Andrew Fowler's with me, and Neil Cameron, that's me, and I'm back. And you'd be really pleased to know that Mark Douglas isn't here, who apparently did an impersonation of me, which I think is just probably racist, isn't it? So my lawyers will be calling his lawyers, and oh, it's going to be a mess. But there you go. And talking of messes, Lee, at half-time at White Hart Lane... We turned to each other and went, I can't see a way of getting out of this. Mm. I think blah, I think it's going to be bad. I think it's going to be this. And I don't think we were being pessimistic. I'm sure that was the thoughts of most Newcastle fans, not only because the team were 1-0 down away from home against a half-decent Spurs side, although not a great one. It's just you, can't, you couldn't see where it was coming from. And yet, what a second-half performance that was from the very first kick of the ball. Yeah, it was fantastic to see. And as you say, at half-time... I was a little bit concerned about where it was going. I, I did wonder if you know Spurs would add to that first goal. However, Newcastle came out and they, they, they caught them cold. I, I believe Alan Pardew had harsh words to say at half-time. So in terms of motivation, got that part right, got his substitutions right. He did, yeah. Won the game and all credit to him. And as we've said many times before, if you get things right... You get the credit, and if you lose games, then unfortunately you're going to get, you're going to get the criticism, and that's the same in any football, uh, any league across the world, whatever way you want to look at it. But I'm just so pleased for Newcastle United and the fans, players, the manager, and everyone connected because I think it was a great win, and uh, hopefully, you know, it can be the turning point of of what's been a gloomy season uh, up until the last couple of games. What I liked about it, especially apart from the points, was the fight. And the passion you can see in it, White Hart Lane, you're very close to the the, the pitch, probably as close as anywhere in the Premier League. You get a, you get a slightly different flavour. And I, listen, I've been as critical of them as as anyone. And in the first half, they weren't much cop, but the second half, they really played for that jersey. Now you can't substitute drive and ambition and fighting for being Cristiano Ronaldo. However, if you temper the ability they've got and there are some good players there with a real desire which they did in that second half would you believe they might just win some more than they lose yeah I think you know it's a crazy situation because you know Newcastle have been in the bottom three for a long time this season 2014 let's be honest it's been a bit of a nightmare you know seven wins in total in the Premier League it's almost relegation form however come Saturday night if they can beat Liverpool Mm -hmm. they'll be in the top ten and all of a sudden, the whole season's different. Well, you would hope, so you hope this just isn't a little blip, because I'm fed up with a little blip, <laughs> so I want lots of consistency, and good consistency. Andy, Sammy Amiobi gets mm. on at half. We've spoke about him a lot in here, haven't yeah. we? But, but we'll definitely speak about him now. 
he makes a great run behind the right back, yeah. Dyer, and if we saw in matches today, he was a bit slow getting on the pitch. Takes a great touch from Cole Backscross and a fantastic finish. He's he's got it in his in his bag to do it, uh, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, I say the, the ball the ball to him, you know, he catches him, he catches him cold, but the ball to him. It's a great pass for Cole back, is, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it's, it's class, um, and the first touch sets it up. Beautifully, um, because so many times you see that, and it's the shocking touch, and that's out, it's goal kick, whatever. And it's just a great, it's, it's great from from the first kick to him putting it in the back of the net, and he's got that. You've seen it glimpses. Um, more, more this season. We've seen a lot more of it has. this season. It's not just glimpses. It's been a few games. It has, and it's him, and even even Obertan, who we've spoken about before, and you know we're saying, oh, you know, we really rely on these players. Well, I'll tell you what, they've they've, they've done it justice. He was a man under fire with, with Amiobi, you know. Where is he going? Is, is he going to progress as we have seen when he's Incidentally, Andy, sometimes, Sammy, when he's on the pitch and he's running, you're wondering where he's going. <laughs> yeah. But you, you certainly knew at that instant because a good he, bit of football. And that was the thing. It was, it, was this, it was decisive. They knew what they wanted to do. That ball was not just a punt. It was round the back. It was to him. They knew what they were doing. Great first touch, head down, and applies a striker's finish across goal. And it showed what he could do. What it's a case of now is doing is, can you repeat that? You know, whether it's for... 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes. That's what they need if he's going to really progress now. Lee, I was really glad for Perez, and I'll, I'll tell you, because I think he's done okay without looking like scoring, considering that this is a lad that's never played top-level football. He's very slight. He's coming to a country. I'm not sure what his English is like. I'm told it's, it's not great. And even in the first half... You know, he, he, a Big Kabul should have been booked because he skipped past him and he was working away. He was getting absolutely nothing. You know, and he's a young lad and you think, I'm only hiding in nothing. Easy for the head to come to, to get down. It didn't. And his goal was terrific. I know it was a really good part, but Cabell, like, it's in between two giants mm-hmm. and it's a great header, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. I mean, first half was disappointing for him, but I don't think that was his fault. I no. Service, I mean, Obertan... You know, we talked about consistency on this uh, podcast last week, and unfortunately, he didn't deliver. And you know, the Sissoko was working hard, to, trying to make things happen. Goofran, mm-hmm. that just isn't happening for him offensively. You always get effort from him, but it, it's not happening just now. Final isn't product's it? not not coming. I, I don't know if he needs a rest or whatever. I don't know. Not for me to uh, decide. But either way, the service wasn't good enough for your one man up front in Perez in the first half second half totally different situation the change to the two strikers and then great cross um, from Cabela mm-hmm. was was this him finally yeah. down in English football I think so look great header and hopefully more to come because if there's one thing I don't think you can teach in football it's like being a poacher and he's obviously done that in Tenerife yeah. he's got a lot of goals at the lower level in the secunda but in terms of um Transferring at the Premier League stage, one down. Hopefully, a lot, a lot more to come, and, and good luck to him because you you want to see as many um, goal scorers as you can at Newcastle United. Yeah, Andy, what we're getting a lot from our, our readers on social media and all the various platforms, and it's the thing they've said. And actually, they said after the Swansea game, and I agree with them. They would like to see a team. Forget about Liverpool for a second, because it's Manchester City on Wednesday. And I want to see Newcastle United get to a quarter-final of a cup. I just want to see that. Would you like to see them... Would you like to see Pardew start with a team that finished yeah. the game on Sunday? Yes, uh, but I, I think the, re- the reason being it's a, it's a show of 
Faith from Listen, you know, they, you changed their half-time, you made the substitutions, mm -hmm. and that's the team that fought, that's the team that deserved, you know, the performance, and that's the team that that, that deserves a start. That's what, what people are saying, actually. They, they, they got the three points yeah. and away win, which has been as rare as hen's teeth. It was that, that whole game was the last time they did it. And they, these guys, I'm talking Cabela and Ami Obians yeah, and Perez, they deserve to start the game. They're the ones, and, if, and you know, City are, obviously, we know what City are like, play them often enough, but... They're the, they're the ones that deserve the chance to go. Do you know what? Go and do it. You've you've earned you've earned the stripes. Go and put out a performance. These you know we we, we all want to see them progress in the cup. Like Lee said in the office earlier, 90 minutes away from you know quarterfinals of a cup. You know that that's that's all it is. It's a good performance. Um, they're, they're away from it. And like you say, you know I, I would I would like to see them to show to show faith to those players that got the result. Um, Manchester City reserves are pretty decent side. Well, you never mind the first team. Um, they're going through a bit of a strange phase just now, but they'll, draw, they'll, they'll rest players tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since Newcastle been on a run. I would love to see Pardew, and I know he's got injury problems, I would love to see him play in his strongest team and we'll worry about Liverpool in a couple of days because if he doesn't, I think it's almost impossible to beat that City side. If he does play strongest side, of, and I mean players who are feeling good about themselves, there's a chance. There's more than a chance. I wouldn't put my mortgage on it, but you know something... From half-time on Sunday to what we're sitting here now, I feel much, much better about going to the Etihad and seeing them do something. Is that not just because of the mix-up you can get in the... Uh... Yeah, well, oh, oh, OK, yeah, the, 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 food, the food is nice. <laughs> my complaint is a lot of the white wine last time just wasn't chilled perfectly, but oh, there you no, go. I know you like it. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I'll text Sheikh Mansour about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but getting back to the football, yeah. you, you'd like, and I think I speak far from me to speak about four Newcastle fans, but they, wanna, they don't want to see a team sheet on Wednesday about half past six or seven o'clock whenever it is and it's oh he's dropped he's dropped mm. he's dropped and he's been brought back in well you know firstly I'm I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to covering a, a big game yeah I, I yep. do like believe it or not even though Newcastle never won there I do like going to the Etihad because I just like the stadium where you walk up it's a bit like going up Wembley Way and it could be the closest we get at Wembley Way with Newcastle <laughs> you don't know but I just you know I, I think it's a chance and he, he's got He's got to play his strongest team, as a, or a strong-ish team. Um, as you say, I think CC and Teoti struggling. Mm. Um, but is it a chance for Cabela to, to step up the plane? I, I would say so. You, yeah. you, you, the bottom to go and do well against yeah. Man City, and in fact he did yeah. do well against Man City back in, in August. First game, yeah. And, yeah. and Perez, going back to, to him against Man City, you know, had he, he yeah. flicked that ball over the top, yeah. you know, he scored a wonderful goal on his debut, and... You know, it could have been so that you go back the whole season, and the whole season could have been different if they'd have got a little bit more of that Man City game. Mm -hmm. As it happens, we'll move on to this one, and you know, it's it's a cup game. I, I think my kind of feeling is is softened a little bit on Newcastle's uh, policy with the cups because they've got through a couple of rounds. You know, the winning okay, games yeah. in, the, in the cup. Um, this one's tough. You couldn't have asked for a harder draw. I remember when it came over the Tannoy. At Selhurst Park, there was a kind of oh, wasn't it? Was, it? it was like this game hadn't finished, and the, the, some bright spark in the the Palace PA thinks, oh, the next the next round we're getting uh, Man City away. It's like oh, thanks for that, and it was almost like you thinking, is it is it worth getting through this round? But here we are. We'll go. We'll go on the Etihad, and Newcastle got to win there at some stage. Yeah, the history doesn't go on forever and ever. They've got to get a, a win at some point, and I, and I think. There's got to be a chance. There's a few Man City jitters there. I think we we'll all agree on that. So, 
you know, good luck to them. You know, we want we want them to get through. It makes it more exciting for us. Have a bit of a go as you well, know. you know, and then yeah. play like they did in the second half. I mean, City or some team. I I know the way that the club is run. It's maybe not how a lot of people like. I must. I love watching them foot, footballers, but David Silva's just a, just a genius for me. But they're losing games. They're dropping points. They're not looking like the side they were last year. And even it's not they were a, they were a bit up and down. I hate it when people say, is this a good time to play someone? Because it's such a rotten cliche that doesn't make any sense. However, it's not the worst time to go to City to play them in the Capital One Cup, which they are the holders of, but it's far from their priority this year. It is, and I think it it goes back to slightly talking about the, the team. For Newcastle, the last thing they need after a good win against Spurs is to go and then get humped in the Cup, then have to play Liverpool the weekend. We talk about that a little later on. However... It's a good chance. Actually, do you know what? We've good result against Spurs. Put the strong side out, and I tell you what, they're not Man City. You're not going to go into it going. Do you know what? We've already won this. It's fine. Mm. They're going to go and go. I hope they do. Yeah, well, I, 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 I hope, I hope I they are. I hope they do, but I don't. I don't think they will. They're going to go and, like I say, they've got other things on their minds, but they're still going to. Go, they're still going to want to go and put a performance, and that's what Newcastle have to do. They have to make Man City beat Newcastle. If Newcastle beat themselves. Then we're going to look and go capitulation. You know, where do we go now? We've got to pick themselves up back up against Liverpool. No, make City come and beat you. Be tight at the back. Break going forward. Like I say, they've got all these runners. You know, whether it's Obertan or Gufran or Perez, make yourself a nuisance, even if it's just for ninety minutes. Show that you know what we can go and compete with them, and it's going to be hard for them to beat. And if they do that, they do have a good chance. Prediction. Lost. I got the Spurs one right, by the way. I was the only one to get okay, that right. right. Okay. Lost, unfortunately. Well, narrow one, though, with a... Um, yeah, n- na- narrow, yeah. Actually, do you know something? I think we're in for an extra time night. Same as last, I, same I, as last I, season. Yeah, I, I really do. I think we're in for an extra time night, and I've just got... A, I've got a, I'm not just saying this, I've just got a funny feeling. Incidentally, if City turn up and they're 2 up after 10 minutes, I, I wouldn't die of a heart attack because it was a surprise. <laughs> uh, Lee, what do you think? Incidentally, the last time I was there, I watched Sunderland very unluckily not win at City, you know, when they were miles apart yeah. in that league, so it's far from impossible. Lee, we'll, we'll end with you... An honest prediction from an honest man. Well, you know, I did. I put my hands up. I did expect Newcastle to lose against Tottenham. They didn't. They won. Uh, I can predict it'll be chaos. It always is on a midweek game when, <laughs> when we've got to work. When, when you're bashing out intros mm. and you, you know, I think I went through about three or four different intros for the Palace game uh, right <laughs> on deadline there. But I do think that Newcastle have got a chance. Um, why not? Let's 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 see Newcastle get through with it. Extra time victory or penalty victory, something something along them lines makes it the perfect script. Maybe not the penalties for the deadline, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think Newcastle they can do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna back them. Um, might come back to Hornets. I might get beat seven nil like Chef Wed did in the last <laughs> round, but hey, why not? Let's let's, let's give it a go. Got to win there sometime. Why not this time? Isn't it just a? Isn't it weird how different things are when you just see a little bit of positivity and fight from the football club? Thanks for joining us. Good luck to Newcastle on Wednesday. We'll speak to you on Friday before the Liverpool game. It's a brilliant week of football. How are you doing there? It is David from the David McWilliams podcast. And this is a Staycast from Acast. We're all following the government's advice right now. We're staying in. It's a little bit cocooning, but it's all working 
So while you're staying at home, here's a recommendation of another great podcast. It's the Blind Boy podcast. He's an old mate. He's a great skin. He has extraordinarily interesting views of the world. Check it out.